Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire young women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another week of Her Daily Drive, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking with Trish. Hi, Trish. Hello. Would you like to start off with a bit of your testimony? That would be lovely. Thank you. There's a well-known phrase or saying, which is, life begins at 40. But for me, it was actually 38. I'd always believed in God. I'd been to Sunday school as a child. But at this particular time, I'd been divorced. I'd had a difficult marriage that ended after 15 years. And I was living with another man called Mike. My best friend, Maureen, had a bad car accident Mm -hmm. in which she lost her husband and her mother. And she was badly injured herself. And I didn't really know how to help her or what to say. Words seemed absolutely futile and uh, meaningless. And uh, one Sunday shortly after that, I found myself at a little Baptist chapel. And I use the word found on purpose because I don't remember planning to go or how I got there. And Mm. I think if anybody had asked me beforehand where it was, I don't think I would have known where it was. So it was really quite strange. But I was so pleased I went. You could really feel God's love through the people there. They were just wonderful. And although I didn't get any answers immediately of how to help her, I loved it. And I went again. And the more I went, the more I wanted to go and wanted to be involved in everything that the church was doing. It was just a little you know, about 60 or 80 people, very small. And so Mike started coming to keep me company and to find out what was going on. The pastor there was so humble, such a godly man, and he actually came round to our house once a week for 18 months, would you believe, because we'd started reading the Bible and had all these questions, and he just faithfully came and answered all the questions that Mm -hmm. we had. After that time, uh, we were at a church picnic, and we bumped into an old friend that uh, we knew when they were teenagers, and actually at that time she was what I would have called a party animal and I just couldn't understand what she was doing at a church picnic so after a little bit of laughing about all that she actually challenged us she gave us a little um, booklet all about the Christian faith with a prayer of commitment in the back and although I think in my heart I had already done that I decided that I would do that anyway and invite Jesus into my life and ask his forgiveness for everything and I said well I don't feel any different so she said well you'll have to go and tell somebody so the following Sunday Mike did it as well and uh, when we went to church it was just like winning lotto Mm -hmm. this small little chapel the people were over the moon they'd been praying for us for the whole of that 18 months because we'd virtually walked in off the street so it was just lovely and um, I just can't believe that you know people had prayed for us for that long so that was our testimony. It's awesome testament to to the people that prayed and to the pastor that visited you every week. Amazing absolutely amazing. So we're going to talk about a topic today. Do you want to introduce the topic for us? It's going to be... I'd love to talk about God's faithfulness. Why is this an important topic in today's society? I think it's really important because I think the greatest thing about God's faithfulness is that it's not reliant on us to be faithful. Mm. 
even if we go our own way, disobey his teachings or selfish or anything of Mm. that sort, he's still faithful. He's promised in his word that he will love us, that he'll supply all our needs. Um, He'll provide rest for us when we need it. Obviously, if we do sin, there will be discipline involved in that. There's always consequences for our sin, but God always stays the same. Mm. He's, He's a loving and faithful God. It's actually the same root word as true, faithfulness and truth. It says in Revelation 19.11 that when Jesus comes again, his title will be one of faithfulness and truth. So Trish, what's your experience with God's faithfulness and experiencing God's faithfulness? I'd like to share a little story about that faithfulness. In my testimony, I I finished with uh, the people praying for us. That same lady who introduced us to the Christian faith came round to our house a couple of weeks later and she actually challenged us about living together without being married. It hadn't dawned on us. It was like being hit between the eyes. I, I cried. I couldn't believe that, you know, we were being so unfaithful to God. When he'd been, you know, wonderful to us. And so we talked about it for a little while and Mike asked me to marry him. But because my first marriage uh, was an absolute disaster and Mike had come along to keep me company originally, I wanted to make sure that his faith was as real as mine mm. to have a, a have a chance of the marriage working well. I remember sitting there and there was a moth flying around the light and I said this quick little prayer, if he does love you... Lord, as much as me, would you make the moth fly away from the light? And as soon as I thought that, I I couldn't believe what a silly prayer it was because moths always stay around the light. Mm. But it didn't. It flew down straight away. It landed on Mike's shoulder and then down to the ground. And I bent down and picked it up, allowed me to pick it up on my hand. And it seemed to stay there for ages. I'm sure it was Mm. only just a half a minute or something then it flew away and it flew to the window it never did fly back to the light and I just couldn't believe that this amazing God who's got the whole world to be concerned about would take the time to answer a silly little prayer like Mm. that just to confirm for me that that was the right way to go what do you think God's perspective on this topic is of him being faithful I think a lot of people get confused between disappointment and unfaithfulness Mm. so for example if somebody's got an exam and they've asked god to that they would pass and then they don't for some reason Mm. they think god hasn't answered their prayers and if you really think know that god loves you he listens to us he wants the best for us he never changes and so something like a, a failed exam would possibly be that maybe that's not the right course for you he wants you to do something else or it may be not good timing the job that he's planned for you to have is not ready yet and you you need to have a better understanding Uh, so there are lots of reasons that God says no sometimes and I think that's the the main difference because God knows the end from the beginning and so he's always got a a, a plan he loves us and uh, he's always faithful tell you a little story to explain that Um, I had a great job in the UK it was in an office and it was working for a company that sold property in Europe but they wanted an English-based office Mm -hmm. and so they'd asked Mike and I to do this together he was the manager the overall general manager and I was uh, in charge of the staff and admin that sort of thing and it was so successful we had to change offices after six months 
because we'd gone from a staff of six to 24 because there'd been so much business. Our income had trebled. We actually were able to buy a new car for the first time in our lives. Mind you, never bought one since, but still. So this rapid growth made the management, the, the directors of the company, to start an employment manual. One of the rules that they'd had in this manual was that husbands and wives couldn't work together. So I was devastated. So they asked me to leave and they gave me a redundancy package. Well, I was devastated. I cried cried buckets. It was such a lovely job. And God had used us so much. Mm. Um, Somebody every day was in tears about something and we listened to them and prayed for them and, Mm. and God was really working in the lives of these people. So it just seemed really strange. I really felt I'd had the rug pulled from under my feet, and so I asked God why. But God had other ideas. I later realized that a missionary call that I'd had earlier that we couldn't follow because visas weren't available from the UK enabled me to go to Bible college in the UK, which would enable us to fulfill that call later on. Going back to what you said before, where we get confused with disappointment, Mm -hmm. sometimes that could be a disappointment, but he's actually faithful to us in that he knows the bigger plan. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. that's really cool. That's fantastic, yeah. (laughs) Were there any Bible verses or inspirational stories that got you through that time? Uh, Yes, the last story that I shared with you, I was really helped by Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Although losing my job was very disappointing, God had a better plan. Trish, what are some practical steps listeners can take in having faith and hearing from God? I always believed in systematic Bible reading, mm-hmm. um, so so reading it like a book rather yeah, than awesome. just a book at a time or just a verse here and there. Mm-hmm. I think just opening the Bible and pointing to a verse is quite dangerous, um, mm-hmm. and so I've always done it that way because God uses that to speak to us very clearly. As I've, Isaiah 55 helped at that time, mm-hmm. a short time later in Isaiah 58... I'll just find it for you. Verse 11, it says, The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. And that was a plan that opened the way for us to come to Australia Mm. and then on to Indonesia, which was the original call. Yeah, awesome. So the best way I've found in hearing his plans are reading his word. So before we finish today, do you have any final words of encouragement for our listeners? Yes, I think if we find ourselves disappointed with God Mm. or distant from God, it's because we have moved. God is always faithful. God always answers our prayers. It might not necessarily be what we want, what we'd like, but God has great plans for our lives. And the best way I've found in hearing his plans is reading his word. Thanks for joining us today, Trish. It's a pleasure. Thanks for listening to today's episode, everyone. For additional encouragement and inspiration, you can follow us on Instagram at Her Daily Drive. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week. Oh, oh.